What's up, everyone? Welcome to The Balance Show. We believe that the key to life is balance. Finding the balance between discipline and freedom, ambition and contentment. The perfect balance is unique to each individual. We are your hosts, Taylor, Chloe, and Steve, and we're here to help you find your balance. How's it going, everybody? Thank you for joining in. This is Steve, uh, and I'm here with Taylor, and this is The Balance Show. Today, we are going to be going over some tips and tricks and just a little bit of how you can get started eating healthy. All right, so today we are talking about just some simple steps that you guys can take to start eating healthy. Um, I know that when I started my fitness journey, there was really no no information on the internet social media wasn't a thing so i basically got all of my information from what i saw my parents do and magazines so there's so many things out there macro counting keto intermittent it's almost fasting a bad thing for some people i mean there's so things. much out there that people are going to have a hard time choosing how to get started especially if they're not familiar with eating healthy at all in the first place totally totally so i wanted this to be kind of a resource for you guys to come back to and to get little notes from for you guys to start if you guys are feeling lost and don't really know where to go because i wish that i would have had something like this yeah and we have we have methods that we prefer and this isn't you know like there's not a wrong method out there. Whatever works best for you is obviously mm-hmm. the one to go with. But I think we do have some stuff that we can talk about that may provide value to you. Yes, definitely. And I think that healthy, the word healthy gets a bad rap. I don't know where it came from. Like the eating clean thing has a bad rap. So we're just going to bring a salad to work and dense. everybody's like, look at this weirdo with the salad <laughs> and the chicken on it. Yes, Definitely. I feel like I've been on both sides of the spectrum. Um, growing up, my parents were really healthy. Uh, they used to bodybuild. I think that that's kind of where I was sparked in terms of nutrition and fitness was when I saw them compete for the first time when I was in high school. I think a junior a junior in high school, I saw them go through the whole meal prepping thing, doing cardio three times a day, working out. I saw their mentality and their... Uh, physique changed so much like my dad is a very strong person but um, that was actually around the time where we lost everything and he was about to go on stage for his first bodybuilding show that he worked I think he was 50 almost 50 like 48 48 49 um, about to step on stage and I think it was like the cops or the FBI or something like that called him right before he stepped on and he was like, all right, like I just, I have to do this one thing really fast because that's when we were getting all of our businesses taken away. And so he went out there, posed and, you know, had a smile on his face and came back. So I just think that it showed me that you can be mentally tough through competing no matter what is going on in your life. So I just thought that was really cool and very inspiring to me and I knew that one day that I wanted to compete just because, yeah, the physique is great, but also mentality-wise. So um, I started to get really heavy into reading Oxygen magazines and copying basically word for word, calorie for calorie for those those meal plans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I got so tiny. I think I developed a bit of an eating disorder through it. I was so strict on my calories 
in my working out that I just had like no life and that's all I cared about. Um, then after I got over the eating disorder, I went on the other side of the spectrum when I met Steve and we kind of just like ate out all the time, drank a ton, like didn't care what we ate. That sounds bad. (laughs) No, it's because I like felt comfortable and I felt like I didn't need to prove myself with my body like to anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we weren't like out of control doing like crazy stuff, but yes, you were, it seemed like you were more Relaxed. um, relaxed with your dieting, but still on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like um, those things and then competing, you know, mac- strict, strict, strict macro counting, um, to get my pro card was definitely another side of the spectrum, the stricter side. So I just feel like finding my balance now this past year, like Steve and I have both found a really good balance with nutrition and fitness and life in general mm-hmm. that we wanted to share with you guys, like how we got there, because I get questions every single day on my Instagram. I don't know if you do about how we found this balance and like, oh my gosh, you're eating ice cream every night or how are you able to eat, drink wine? So I just kind of wanted to sit here and explain like how to find that balance and also how to start eating healthy. Yeah, I can give a little bit of my background as well, just because it's a little bit um, different than yours. Um, when I was growing up, I was never like really exposed to proper nutrition or how to eat correctly. Um, I did, I was like, I did three sports growing up and I wasn't properly fueled during the time because I just remember feeling so tired always. Um, and then I met Taylor my senior year of high school and that's kind of when things turned around for me. Um, her and her family were a really good influence to me in that regard and the second i started taking care of my nutrition i noticed an immediate difference i felt better um i I wasn't tired all the time which was crazy because that's that's kind of the way you feel when you're not eating correctly you're always tired and you're always feeling groggy Mm -hmm. um so that was like that was pretty awesome for me to turn around there um and i wasn't interested in competing or anything at the time it was more so i had always um wanted to go to the gym and eat correctly to grow. Um, And I think it was right before I met you, I got my first car. So I finally got access to the gym and she let me in with a guest pass. And I was like, I felt, I felt pretty cool in there, like lifting and stuff. Um, But there was something missing and it was nutrition. Um, That was a really big step for me uh, in a lot of ways. So, um, that that was the biggest change for me as far as my um, overall wellness was my understanding of nutrition and how to properly fuel my body. So I think it's really important for those of you that have never taken that step to become more aware of what you're eating and how you're supposed to be eating. Because once you do figure that out, I guarantee you, you will feel a hundred times mm-hmm. better right like it's just not how you it's not about how you look on the outside entirely it's about like you said energy mental clarity you just feel so good and my background with um dietetics from purdue we learned a lot about how every single nutrient you know vitamins minerals all of that have a different role in your body for your body to perform optimally so nutrients are important i know that there's a lot of things out there that say you know all that all that matters is the macro you know the carb the protein or fat but really just digging deep and 
focusing on those nutrient-dense foods is what's going to make the difference in mm -hmm. your entire wellness. Yeah. So we just kind of laid out some steps for you guys to take in order to start eating healthy. Uh, they're pretty simple uh, if you just incorporate them step by step, day by day. And I think that these are the most helpful things that I could think of to start eating healthy and to not make it so complicated. So let's get rolling with them. Do you want to <laughs> do you want to give them the first step that you thought was the? I mean, this is probably one of the most important ones because it is the start of a change in your lifestyle. Definitely. I would say to um, take it slow and instead of cutting things cold turkey, because that normally doesn't work for a lot of people, they'll cut something cold turkey and then go right back to it the next week. Just think of the little changes like bringing your lunch to work or ordering a salad with meat at dinner. Uh, just taking those little extra extra steps every single day to eat more nutrient dense and just be more mindful as to what you're eating. Just take it slow. Take it meal by meal, day by day. Yeah, and to kind of spin off that, I think it's important to kind of change your mindset too. Don't don't look at it like oh I want to lose X pounds. Mm -hmm. Think of it more like oh I want to get on top of my nutrition and start eating correctly because mm -hmm. the the weight dropping weight will follow if you just take the initial steps to first understand what you're supposed to be eating, exactly how much you're supposed to be eating. So don't jump straight to that like, you know, 40 day cut. This is like a strict program. You wanna really get a hold of the things your diet really needs or what your body really needs. Right, right. So another tool that you guys might want to look into is tracking macros maybe for this step. Just so you know exactly how many calories you're eating, what meal, what your meals contain. Um, and macros, again, are carbs, proteins, and fats. Um, we used to use MyFitnessPal when we competed and tracked macros. And it's a really great tool to take, you know, three days, track every single thing. You know, if you have a piece of chocolate, if you have a, if you have a Coke, just write every single thing for three days. At the end of those three days, see where your calories at, see where your average grams of carbs, proteins, and fats are, and you'll get a really good idea as to how you should uh, tailor your meals. So like, for instance, Ari, I am doing his macros for the Elevate You Challenge, and when I first saw his macros, he was eating like so many grams of fat, like 150 grams of fat, 90 grams of carbs, which is not a lot of grams of carbs, by the way, mm -hmm. and like 90 grams of protein. So he was basically eating all fats every meal, and he had no idea until he tracked his macros. Yeah. So what, really what would you tool. say like is a good split then to get started for somebody with carbs, protein, and fat? So yeah, a good way that I like to tell people to start off with is 40% carbs, 30% protein, 30% fats. If you go off of that in your MyFitnessPal every single day, you'll be able to kind of get a good, well-rounded diet and your meals will look very balanced. So you'll want to have some carbs, a little bit of fat, and protein. Basically every meal about four to five times a day. That's yeah. a good good indicator that you're going to get what your body needs so i would say start there don't make it too complicated but um make sure you're eating enough yeah that's important a lot of people are not eating enough during the week and then during the weekend they go out and kind of that's when they really get in a ton of calories and that's uh, that's a really big reason why a lot of people 
um, have down-regulated metabolisms, which puts you like in a fat-building, muscle-burning state, which is um, definitely not what you want. Um, so if you stay on your nutrition throughout the week, then you have a little bit more flexibility during the weekend mm -hmm. to kind of eat what you want because your body's used to consuming um, food regularly. Yeah, and through coaching, Steve and I coached for years, um, nutrition and fitness coaching, and when we would sign someone up, we noticed probably like 99% of the time they weren't eating enough food. Mm -hmm. But if, they had all this. And if they showed their, their tracking, you'd see like, you know, two days they wouldn't be eating anything. And then you'd see mm -hmm. this giant spike in their food and you'd be like, what day is this? And they're like, oh, it's the weekend. Yeah. I, you know, I went out and I was eat, I'm, I'm not at work, so I'm, I have access to food all the time mm -hmm. and I'm eating more frequently. So I think that's a something like a little segue here to get started mm -hmm. eating correctly one thing that you want to do is have your food prepared for the week yes um we can move on to that step um meal prepping huge 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 thing uh it's a very i know that we live a very grab and go lifestyle so if if our meals are not prepped we don't eat as healthy you know we go out to restaurants and we're just we don't stay on top of our nutrition like we should so i actually just did a youtube video on this that launched this week it's elevate you episode six i believe it's how we meal prep our vegetables and our meats and we do this twice a week just so that we have everything in line to grab and go in tupperwares and it's so so helpful so mm -hmm. meal prepping you guys, if you can do one thing for yourself, it's meal prep. Because if you're like me, I will literally leave vegetables in the fridge to rot for days and Yeah, weeks. if you don't make them, they never, you never eat them because they get bad before. <laughs> so you have it's to plan as easy it. as just like putting it in the oven real quick, mm -hmm. bringing it out, putting it in Tupperware, and then having it ready to go with your meals. Yes, definitely. So meal prepping is a huge thing. Um, another step that is... One of the most important things to me, because I have had lots of times in my life where I have, have had been very restricted with my calories when I went through my eating disorder, uh, when I used to bodybuild. So something that helped me, this is a mindset thing. If you tell yourself you can't have something, you're going to want it even more. But if you want to have that one thing, definitely do like don't have any foods that are off limits and that's something that really helped me not feel like i wanted to binge on certain foods like we all have our certain foods that we could eat 20 things of like for me it's gummy bears for tori it's cookies <laughs> for steve i mean he eats whatever he wants and he has an eight pack so it's not even fair but <laughs> but i do i stay on top of my nutrition i do eat enough <laughs> That's my biggest thing. You like do? It, it is very personalized. Yeah, it's very personalized. A lot of people will have that sort of metabolism that are even listening right now. Mm -hmm. That if they don't eat enough, like they they can eat whatever they want and not gain a pound. Which, if your goal is to gain weight, you're gonna have to just increase food. Period. And mm -hmm. hopefully try to stick to like an eighty percent healthy, twenty percent processed ratio. Mm -hmm. More people though have trouble keeping weight off. I would say for the amount of people Def that I've yeah, seen, a lot of people do. I feel like you're pretty rare, but there are lots of people like you that have quick metabolisms. They're hashtag blessed. That's why it's crazy that there's these like crash diets and stuff like that because mm -hmm. it's just cookie cutter and nobody's right. nobody responds the same way. No two people respond the same way to food. Yeah, like if someone like you were to do a crash diet, you would be a freaking twig. 
I'd be I'd be emaciated. <laughs> you would. That is uh, just that. That's a huge, huge piece of advice for you. If you feel like you have any sort of cravings towards foods, I promise you, your cravings will decrease if you tell yourself you can have anything you want. But do you want it? And if you still want it, please go ahead and have it. Once you switch your mindset, I swear everything changes yeah it's fine in moderation just don't over overdo it that's i think that's like the binging aspect yeah like when we go to little man ice cream every night i get the baby baby size and you know what i'm full after if i would have anything more it would be way unsatisfying or overly satisfying Mm -hmm. and it some it is a little like it is easier said than done to not overdo it so just i mean if you do overdo it just try your best to kind of take steps towards slowly removing it and including it into your diet in moderation that Mm -hmm. way you don't feel restricted and you don't feel like man if i have this i'm just ruining my goals yes it's it's a it's it's a long process Mm -hmm. um understanding how your body responds to food and what you need in your diet so take it step by step don't beat yourself up if you run into a situation where you do overdo it one day I think that's a really big thing, too, is because a lot of people just give up after that. Right. Get right back on track the next day. Like, that's what I used to tell Yeah, don't, like, starve yourself the next day. Yes. Just get right back into it. Yeah, Yeah. no need to punish yourself. Just remember, like, you are trying to get on top of your diet. You're trying to get on top of your nutrition. And you're really you're just taking more steps back if you try to punish yourself. So just yeah, get right and back it's on not top gonna it. happen overnight. You know, this is a long, this is a lifestyle. So even if you do have a day where it's like a big cheat day, just get right back on track the next day to how you normally eat. Don't do mm-hmm. a shit ton of cardio and restrict all these calories because that that starts to lead to a very unhealthy relationship with fitness and nutrition. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, that's the biggest piece of advice. I could probably talk about that for days. The next one is don't drink your calories. I think that a lot of people are very unaware with what they're consuming in terms of their liquids. Yeah, I think a big one is like... Coffee? Well, coffee, yes, like it's Starbucks, but like soda. To me, soda. soda. and teas. Yeah. Yeah, like sweet like one, and teas. one can of coke is what like 50 grams of carbs oh my gosh that's like 200 calories all sugar so oh it hurts me if you're not familiar with it 50 grams of carbs is a lot mm-hmm. and it gives you that's like the reason you have that crash because you're uh you have like an insulin spike and then you're just you're done for a little bit just because it, it really wears you out totally there's and a fine line too because i would say it is good to drink some of your calories yeah, I mean, if you're if a guy, you especially, it. like, you guys are so such a different breed, I feel like. But if I were to have, you know, a caramel frappuccino in the morning and a big Snapple in the afternoon, I mean, it would just be way more worth it to me to be full from on my calories food, from nutrient-dense foods and eating you're getting them. micronutrients and totally. stuff like that. Um, totally. But what I'm referring to more so is, like, a protein shake. If you do oh, one protein yeah, shake totally. a day... You could do like a, you want a high quality protein because there's a lot out there, like the $20 bo- tubes, you're, you're not getting quality protein. You're basically just getting a terrible blend that's considered protein by the bottle but or by the uh, tube that you get or tub. Tub. Tube. <laughs> the tube. The tub. But like just to get a little specific, like the amino acids, which protein is made of 
there's certain limits where you can consider something protein, quote unquote, but it's not really. So I, if you're going to be drinking a protein shake, which I recommend if you have trouble getting in food throughout the day, I would drink one and no more than one. And I would make sure it's a quality, like well-researched, highly rated protein, because that's a great mm. way to get in uh, your, some of your calories or to just like in the morning, get a little breakfast in. Well, and that's what I do. That's a hu- that's a big point on this list is protein intake because if you guys want to start seeing results in your physique, up your protein and I promise you'll start seeing results. You're going to get jacked though. You're, you're going to gain like 20 pounds of muscle, right? Totally. <laughs> that's what happens when you drink protein, right? Oh or my gosh. Or just eat protein. The thing is like that's what you a used lot to of think, people... Huh? when you were growing up like younger oh like all the ads Mm -hmm. yeah totally i'd have like three protein shakes a day because i thought you know oh i'm gonna gain all these muscles oh she wanted to gain a lot of the funny thing is a lot of people like a lot of girls specifically see that and they're like afraid of protein oh see i'm different but yes totally they did you you ever feel that way though when you were younger they're like but protein this still happens to me but protein is gonna make you bulky and i'm like protein does not make you bulky you're your calorie yeah. consumption every single day is what's going to make you bulky. If mm-hmm. you're overdoing it with a protein shake, I mean, that just isn't, it's not reasonable. Yeah. I say if you can invest in a high quality protein, like that's why we started pairing up with First Form because we really believe in their products and we know that their stuff is very high quality. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a very great option is any of the first form products are very good. Um, but if you get a crappy protein, like Steve said, it's not going to do anything for your body. It's actually, it's actually bad. bad. Your body can't process that stuff. So yeah, there's a lot of things called fillers in there, which just are not good for your body. So you want, you definitely want to do like a quality protein and be aware. Like if you, if you do drink these, I mean, this is specifically speaking on protein, but you can, or protein shakes, but you can do this with any food. If you, once you start getting familiar with what you're eating or you get consistent with what you're eating, you'll, you'll like, it's the weirdest thing because I thought this was crazy, but you start to notice little things in your diet that make you not feel great. Mm -hmm. And these are, these can be potential like food intolerances. Mm -hmm. So just be like, once you get more consistent with your eating, you can really dial it in. But at the start, just make sure that what you're taking in is quality. Definitely. And uh, speaking on protein, the reason why having a protein shake a day is potentially good for you is because it's really hard to get the proper grams of protein in per day. Unless unless your ounces of meat per meal are really big, it's kind of a hard thing to do. So um, in terms of getting your protein in, I would recommend having four meals a day that do have protein in it. So your breakfast, you know, have your egg whites um you work out have your protein shake so those two meals right there and one thing i want to stop you there yeah don't be afraid to have egg like a full egg either yes um the they, people like try to scare you away with cholesterol the cholesterol in eggs is not bad the amount of nutrients within an egg yolk is incredible um although they are pretty fatty i would try to limit the number of full eggs you eat i wouldn't eat like 10 of them because that's a lot of fat right there but I would I would suggest at least one if you're going to be eating eggs include at least one full egg. Would Definitely. you agree with that? Yeah, totally. Um I feel like research used to say coffee was even bad, you know? So you just really have to take it with a grain of salt sometimes and I think too much of anything is bad for someone. So um 
another thing is that Steve was in med school, so he does know a thing or two about some things about the body. Having those two meals, and then, you know, you have your lunch with protein, you have your dinner with protein, and there you go. You've probably hit it, Mm -hmm. hopefully. And personally, since I have to eat a lot of protein to hit my goals throughout the day, like I was talking about earlier, I like to have a protein shake in the morning. I like to have some eggs, um, maybe like a burrito or something like that. So you have some carbs in there, some fat with cheese. Um, and you just do like, it's, you don't have to pour cheese all over your eggs and stuff. Just add like a nice handful. That's, a, that's, I mean, for my body weight, maybe, Steve maybe is a different. I am a little different. You should not be giving advice. <laughs> I get, I get my eggs in the morning, a little bit of cheese in a burrito with a protein shake. And then I'll bring a lean, lean meat with me to the office with rice and like olive oil. Cause I do want some healthy fats in with my diet and you can look these up. You can see what healthy fats are. Avocado, nuts, mm-hmm. uh, coconut oil. Yeah. So my, my meat is so lean. It's 99% lean ground Turkey is what I prefer to eat so because he I really needs enjoy fats. it. He needs yeah. to add those fats. So I need to add in fats with my meal. So I add some olive oil with it and I'll, I'll eat that once or twice during the day because I'm not. I don't have any problem with eating the same thing every day. I know some mm-hmm. people do, and it's easy to mix it up because there's so many choices. But once you get aware of the things that you're supposed to be eating, I can eat it intuitively now because I understand like what my gaps are in my diet and how much I'm supposed to be eating. Um, so this is, this is, I guess, a little bit more advanced um, advice. But um, if you were to like count your macros like we were talking about earlier, for a little while, even like a month or two, you'll get a way, mm-hmm. way better understanding of like where your diet is at and how much you're supposed to be eating and if you are or are not eating that throughout the day. Yeah, like I coached your mom uh, macro counting all the way up until our wedding. And now I still hear her talk about, oh, oh, like this food has so much fat in it or this has mm-hmm. so much carbs. But before then, she had literally no idea. It doesn't take very long to get it. Mm-mm. So I like I highly, highly suggest like to you guys at least try macro counting for a little bit just for the sole purpose of understanding what you're eating throughout the course of the day. That's really the only reason like you'd need to do it if you aren't, if you don't have a very specific goal. Totally. And that kind of brings me on to my next point. Like you said, it's okay to have the same meals every day. Like it doesn't have to be hard as long as your body doesn't have any intolerances towards these foods. It's okay to have them. Like I think I eat turkey and rice and tahini every single day for lunch and i love it oh my gosh tahini it's sesame seeds what what even is that it's sesame seeds but ground up in like a creamy like peanut butter mixture almost it's like fatty it's like your fat (sighs) it's my fat it's it's my fat in my meal and it is so freaking good so keep have your staple meals and it makes meal prep really easy it makes your life so easy you just throw it in a freaking tupperware take it to work and um, just keep it simple but also have your favorite seasonings have your favorite sauces uh, we add salsa to everything we ha- we add jalapeno sauce so like you can make these meals taste really good but they're also very very nutrient dense and good for your body so don't be afraid to eat the same things mm-hmm. keep it simple it doesn't have to be this elaborate thing mm-hmm. you know find your meals that you love and stick to them yeah, and I would also say that if you are adding flavors to your food, make sure that you're adding something that doesn't make you feel crummy. Because there are a lot of sauces out there that like have Lots of bad sugar. ingredients. Yeah, yeah, so totally. So just be 
uh, aware of the kind of sauces that you're using as, as well. It is eye-opening when you do look at the sauces you're consuming and you're like, oh crap, that has like 20 grams of sugar in it, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's a good point. Um, the other thing is eating at restaurants is a huge thing. Um, I'm sure that a lot of people, when they go out to eat, they think that they have to have a burger and fries and it has to be this whole big, like, just calorie dense meal but i think the reason why i can have so much balance and like have some nice fried appetizers and ice cream after dinner is because dinner i usually keep it pretty healthy like i'll have a lean meat a vegetable i'll i'll keep it pretty nutrient dense so and that, that doesn't way mean it's not gonna taste good oh it always tastes so good like people misinterpret salads with lean meat like i don't know it just is so good so eating to fuel my body but also not being afraid to have the little things like the appetizers and the ice cream that Mm -hmm. make you happy you know and when i go out i'll have a burger every now and then but i don't always have something so dense that i feel like crap afterwards like that's the thing i've grown to like enjoy eating something that is healthy it doesn't have to be a salad either you can really just pick something out on the menu that doesn't look like it's fish and veggies or something yeah just something clean like you can look at it and tell okay that's not going to make me feel terrible and i can have that and then i'll have ice cream after yeah exactly like that's the point we're trying to make is having that balance it's a lot easier than you think like you don't have to go out and binge every time you go out to eat at a restaurant and feel like crap afterwards you know it's all about moderation and your portion sizes Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time, this is another point on here. If you go out to eat, you feel like you have to eat the whole meal. Mm, Yeah, totally. That's another point that I have on here is to eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full. I think that when you are so, so lean, you kind of lose those cues to when to stop eating. But when you're at a healthy body fat, your body knows when you're hungry, you eat. And then when it knows when it's full, you stop and then you move on are working properly totally Totally, yeah and the way you can feel this to stop eating when you're full is to just eat slower enjoy your time really um, focus on that meal and focus on the flavors and chewing it all the way up there's so many things that you can do to eat more mindful while you're eating um, and that will help you really feel those hormone cues to when you're full. The next thing is to stock the house up with nutrient-dense foods. And I personally don't love to have things in the house that are going to make me feel like I need to eat the whole bag. So. Like Oreos, Doritos, oh. chips. I if you don't if I don't get those, like I don't eat them. That's the trick yeah. to me. Like if I yeah. don't have them around, I'm not going to eat them. But and like people for with me, roommates, that is that's hard. That's you know? hard. Well everyone has their thing like those might be things for you but if those are in the house i could have five and like be good you know but if it's gummy bears see that's how i feel about gummy bears if i have it in the house like i'll eat the whole freaking bag and then i'll just feel like crap like i'll be just feeling you know that feeling yeah i recently got a oreo pie or a oreo pie from little man (laughs) and the only reason i haven't eaten the whole thing is because a i forget that it's in the fridge sometimes like last night i forgot and b after two slices i put it in the freezer and don't let myself open it yeah see it's all about moderation like freaking have ice cream every night have oreos every day like eat what you want but it's all about portion sizes and calories and also we work our butts off in the gym so 
you know, food tastes so good to us all the time. And that's another thing um, that will help you boost your metabolism is to start training with intensity. Um, And that's also how we're able to eat a lot more lenient than if we weren't to train like that. I think that if we Mm -hmm. were to just train like bodybuilding style all the time, like we used to, we would have a hard time drinking skinny margaritas every day and eating ice cream and chips and salsa and going out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So training with intensity is huge. Yeah. I am in that unique sphere where it's like I technically could eat whatever I want without gaining weight. Mm. But I do know the difference between how I feel when I eat nutrient dense versus eating crap all day. Mm. Are there any more tips that you can give in that regard uh, to people that do struggle a lot with, um, you know, falling into that trap of just kind of eating stuff that's just not good for them? I think that when you start eating healthy, your body will start to crave those healthier foods. Just like when you start drinking a lot of water, your body will start to be accustomed to that water and you'll constantly be thirsty for it. So for foods, like if you typically go eat fast food every single day, your body's going to crave it because it's accustomed to eating it. So again, don't cut things like that cold turkey. Maybe instead of going through the drive through and getting, you know, chicken fingers and all of that bringing your lunch to work and kind of controlling it to where it is nutrient dense you'll realize how good your body feels after eating foods like that that you'll crave those foods more because you know how different your body feels so i just think it's like putting the work in yeah you have to put in the work you have to put in the work to be prepared and and you ha- it's, it's all a mental game. Like, again, don't make yourself think you can't have something because that's not the case. You can always have whatever you want. But if you want to feel energized and just like overall healthier, start by eating nutrient-dense foods mm-hmm. for more meals. So that's kind of a rule of thumb that we've always used with our coaching, the 80-20 rule. So 80% nutrient-dense, 20% whatever you want. And I think that's just a perfect way for us to have balance in our lives. I know that some people can have a little bit more leniency and feel great. Some people need to have a little bit less. Um, It's just, it's all tailored towards you, but we like that rule because we're able to have the lifestyle that we do and still feel great. I don't know if I ever want to get lean enough to have an eight pack or six pack again because Mm -hmm. I lose all that balance in my life. And this is where I feel the happiest, healthiest, most energized. And you get a like, you, you don't feel guilty when you eat like that cheat that cheat meal. It's not even really a cheat meal. It's mm-hmm. just like you get to eat freely because you know that you've put in the work throughout the most of the day to eat healthy, you know? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like working hard to fuel your body properly so that it can perform optimally. You can sleep better. You can just breathe better. Like when I started eating more nutrient dense, I honestly could walk up the stairs easier because I just felt like lighter on my feet. So I guess we've uh, provided a decent amount of information regarding like tracking and how you can get started with everything. And I think there's one more tip that you like to give a lot of people um, regarding their meals that are kind of their weaknesses. Mm. So how, Mm -hmm. what's a little trick that you've learned um, over the years that kind of helps curb those cravings? 
So for me, I like to find things that I love, like brownie batter, cookies, cakes, anything like that, and make a less calorie version of it. So for instance, my brownie protein batter is something I have every single day and it honestly curbs my sweet tooth cravings so much like I'll post that on my story and I'll have so many dms a day of women feeling like oh my gosh I'm so satisfied blah 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 and it's really high protein so it's like this low is like in your carbs brownie batter yeah like bowl is yeah there a bowl bowl batter brownie yeah. batter bowl totally <laughs> totally Totally. So just finding foods that uh, you love and creating recipes off of that. Even if you don't have anything in your own mind going online and saying like, oh, I love peanut butter cookies, finding a healthier, not healthier version, but like a less calorie dense version of the version that you love. Obviously, you're going to have times where you are going to want, you know, a full cake or like cupcakes or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Do your thing. But for a daily basis, I like to curb my sweet tooth cravings. And that's something that helps me. Just finding different yep. recipes like that. And, and for me personally, that like I I appreciate those things, but I don't love them. Mm-hmm. So sometimes like that doesn't even do the trick for me. So what I'll do is I'll make sure to eat extremely healthy throughout the day so I can make some room for that ice cream at night. Totally. All right, guys. Well, I think that's it, isn't it? That's it. So thank you guys so much for listening. Please be sure to subscribe to our show. Also give us a little rating and a comment down below. We love hearing from you guys. If there's anything that you guys want us to talk about in terms of topics or anything like that, please email podcast at balanceathetica.com or DM us on at the balance show on IG. Thank you guys. And we will talk to you in the next one. Bye.